BNT Talk College Sports. Hey everybody, this is BNT Talk College Sports. I'm your host T. I'm here with B. What's up, B? Nothing much. A little sick, but it's all good. So, all right. Well, yeah. Uh, We're chilling though. Yeah, you might be. You, this is the first I'm hearing of it as I scoot over just a little a, bit. Just a runny nose. As I, as I scoot over further away. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm sure I'll get sick. Slash. Or was already sick. It's just a matter of when. So, it's that time yeah. of year. Um, but, okay. So, yeah. Did we kind of take a bye week? Yeah. Um, I had a lot of work going on. Um. Uh, and I pretty much, in, in the free time that we would pod, I was busy. And then just, it was kind of a busy week. So, but don't worry, we still got our picks in for college football in the nick of time, Cinderella style. Yeah. Um, but let's briefly talk some college football. I think really the only thing worth talking about is college football playoff potential. Yeah. There's like six to eight teams that are in the mix. Yeah. Uh, for it, um, BYU football is just atrocious. Yeah. Um, but like we called from the beginning of the year, we'll get our trash handed to us by Iowa State just to come back and beat Oklahoma. <coughs> and yeah. I'm, and I'm all for that, especially because Dylan Gabriel's my ex. So. Yeah. I. Yeah. They just kind of suck. I don't really know what else to say, to be honest. So, and you know what? It's actually they suck so bad. It's not even worth talking about. There's no, no. analysis. No, there's not. They just suck. That's they, the analysis. They just aren't competitive. Nope. Um, they were five and two, and now we're five and five. We've been outscored one seventeen to twenty six. <laughs> one seventeen to twenty six the past three games. That's crazy. Um. So. We'll move on. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk big stuff though. Georgia yeah. beat Ole Miss pretty good. So any chance Ole Miss had to sneak in, yeah. no longer there. Which was like one to zero, one percent to zero percent. Yeah, it, it wasn't very. It wasn't yeah. very big, but yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a chance there. Um, Ole Miss is good, but I think Georgia's just proving themselves to be like, hey, I know some teams. Or some people don't think we're as good as maybe we have been in years past. And maybe that's right, but we're still the top dog in the nation. Yeah. And um, Ole Miss is like, we know everyone thinks that we're not actually like that. And it's because we're not. It's because... They just continue to remind us when they play actual really good teams. That's not even to like... That's not even to like be critical. It's just like they're never going to be a playoff... A four-team playoff contender. They're, they're just not Georgia-Alabama. It, it, it's because you need a defense, and they don't have one. Their offense no. is promising, but it's... but not, it's, Still not quite. It's not quite there. It's potential, but yeah. it's any chance is killed when when you have that defense. Yep. Um, so... They, they'll just give up a, a bunch of points. So, yeah. obviously, Georgia's still in the mix. Michigan has a pretty big win over Penn State. Yeah. Um, very much, J.J. McCarthy didn't really do much. It was just run game. Uh, Penn State couldn't do anything against Michigan's really good defense. Yeah. Uh, it was Michigan's first real test on the road yeah. in Happy Valley. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone was doubting them per se, but it was like, a, okay, we just need to see because we're with you, Michigan, and we think you're good, but you actually haven't played anyone good, so we just yeah. have to see. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you know, you're you're good. You're you're top. You're you're top, top contending. Team. You're yeah. a top contending team for sure. Yeah. It's not just are. the easy schedule. Obviously, the big, the big game will be. Is it is it called the big game? The Ohio State Michigan game. I think it's just called The Game or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's some kind of matchup, some kind of name for that for that matchup. But um, I think everyone's just kind of waiting to see how that game pans out because winner of that will most certainly 
win the Big Ten championship, and then we'll go on to the college football playoff. But the real question is, does the loser of that game also sneak in? Yeah. Who knows? Depends. Very much depends. Is Quint Ewers back for, for enough for a uh, 12-1 Texas team? That uh, He played Saturday. Oh, excuse me. He did play yeah. Saturday. Yeah, he is back. Um, I, I was thinking he is back, though, potentially for another year, is word on the street. Yeah. Um, but – uh, can can they do enough? Washington, Oregon is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida State, Florida State again. It's there's there's teams where it's like okay, Ohio State, Michigan. I would say are better than Florida State. I would say are better than Washington. They've but, got the inside track though. Yeah, but are they deserving? Like Washington or Florida State does? Yeah, they are. Ohio State or Michigan, they are deserving. They are deserving. Even if they lose. Wait, Washington? Or if Washington or Florida State? I, I'm just saying I'm just saying the loser of Ohio State, Michigan, in in our minds are still a top four team, but are they as deserving as an undefeated Florida State oh, sorry. or undefeated Washington I, in I their in, conference championship? I interpreted that the opposite way. My my point is that Washington and Florida State if they were to do what they're if they just basically don't lose, they deserve that over the loser of Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah. And it's so, and it kinda sucks, but that's sorry. how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, especially when you play no one all year. And then in one of the two games sorry, this is more geared towards Michigan than Ohio State. But if Michigan loses to Ohio State, it's like, oh, so sad. You played FCS teams all year. And you played two good teams, one of which is a fraud, and you beat them, and the other was an actual good team, and you lost. So I wouldn't feel bad for them at all. Yeah, I, I would, and they're I, cheaters. Yeah. So like, I just don't, I just don't feel bad for them really. For Michigan, Ohio State, you're like, okay, yeah, you yeah. win yeah. on the last play against uh, against Notre Dame on the road. Yeah, uh, you've you beat Penn State pretty good. Yeah, if you lose, I think. I think I think Ohio State would have a better chance if they lost. Yeah, I agree. Would. So, um, yeah, Ohio State though. I feel like this Ohio State team is is more. The problem is like I think there's eight contenders for the playoffs right now, um, and I think it's to me and to most people, it's probably pretty clear that who the four best teams are right now. But that's not necessarily what we're going to end up with, and I don't. I don't mean that negatively. I mean that positively. But like, I think it makes it exciting. I think Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama are your four best teams this year. And Um, then you have, and then I would say Oregon at five. I I think Oregon's very good. Yeah, it's just that loss to Washington, obviously on the road. It's man, I would just love. What's your ideal college football playoff as of right now? Mine would be in no particular order. Ohio State, Georgia, Oregon, and I feel like any. I don't want Michigan in, but it probably be probably probably be Michigan or Alabama in that last spot. Uh-huh. But like, I would want to say like a Texas yeah. or a Florida State. My, my, but I don't yeah. think. But I don't think they're yeah. quite as good. I think. I think my ideal would be. Oregon, Texas, Washington, Florida State. Oh well, okay. Well, yeah. the, the not the, the teams that I think are actually not the four yeah. best. Yeah, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Because the four best, it's just it's, it's the same things, teams. It's yeah, just, it's just I don't know. That's why I'm happy to talk that we're going to talk about college basketball because with college football, it's just excuse my language, it's the same damn thing every yeah. year. That's right. We'll just mark it as and explicit. It's just, <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's like, I like college football, but like, it's just, for me, it gets a little old. The national aspect of it is old. It's tired on There needs to be, I think, I think there needs to be some kind of change, whether it's transfer, transfer portal, and this goes for college basketball as well, whether it's transfer portal, like, restrictions, or like, 
or NIL restrictions too. So like, there's some kind of like I don't I just, fairness. Like I don't. I the, the problem is I don't see any solution. <laughs> well, I to think, make these teams not loaded. I think. Well, I think the solution is like, and I think they're doing this more with college basketball. Um, college basketball, I don't think has this issue. It, it did this year. They this year it does not, which I which I like. It's unfortunate for maybe someone like BYU when we get like a really good like four or five star and Marcus Adams, but you know it's just like well, sorry he he can't play. Maybe like he would have gotten his waiver approved maybe last year or two years ago. Um, and I know this is different. Oh, right? I thought you meant I. I was talking about parity. Oh, 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 oh! You're sorry. talking about at NIL. I was, transfer I was talking about NIL and transfer. Oh, yeah, they, 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 they. There should they be are, some. Kind they of... are clamping down on you. Only have one free transfer before you graduate. So, like, that's why everyone's getting denied their waivers. And, and I think, and even, that's a good thing. And, and I think even like the one free. I think like fifth year. Transfers, like, I think that's fine, right? Yeah, that's but, free no matter what. Yeah, even right. Even if you've already transferred. Yeah, I, but I think there should be, I don't know. But even, maybe if you I think have, we've gotten there, in my opinion. Yeah, I want, I want to get there more with football. I want, maybe I, I, there's I think, like caps. I, I think it's, the, the reason it hasn't gotten there to football is because guys aren't getting their... Because <laughs> they're actually not getting the money. No, 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 no. It's because, it's because they're... Um, <laughs> Well, what I was trying to say is, like, we haven't reached that offseason yet. Like, this college basketball year is where that starts. It'll start yeah. next college football season. But I think just having the co- the COVID year was the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> that that I'm, I'm so excited for when... It's not. When it's thing. just everyone's gone. When it's and not so that's Bo Nix, Stetson Bennett... Um, and like all these twenty-five-year-old yeah, quarterbacks, it screwed up. It screwed up. I think, yeah, with college basketball, it's a thing too. But it's like next year is the last year of that because the guys who but were college basketball actually got affected by it in the the whole like all of March and March Madness. Yeah, they, but they pretty much played the full year, right? Yeah. Um, I, I I would say college basketball not, that year they played. More of the season than college football did the next year. That is true. So I'm with you. That's good. Because like Ohio State, Justin Fields played like six games that year. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's just stupid, and I'm glad for that to just be gone. I, I understand why they did it, but the ramifications of it, along with like NIL and stuff, is just yeah. It, it, it's gotten a little chaotic, and I think it'll get better. I think college football I think will it's get already better. Gotten better. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, just this past year, just the fact that Oregon and Washington are in the mix and yeah. Texas, yeah. as opposed to yeah. Georgia, Alabama, but Michigan, I guess, I guess Ohio my point State. is I don't think the NIL and waiver thing, like, I don't think that has any bearing on the parity of college football. And I think there's got there's bound to be a little, right? A little, but not much. I mean, because, I, I mean, that's the reason why, like, I think someone like DJU... Uh, obviously, he struggled at Clemson, yeah. and he's not like spectacular at Oregon State. Yeah, he's but good, that's though. just like a weird. Yeah, like he's like he probably doesn't go there unless there's nil slash transfer portal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but how has that affected Alabama and Michigan? It hasn't. That's my point. Yeah, well, I guess it affects In Georgia. If Alabama has a decent quarterback, right, then then they're undefeated, I think. I think they beat Texas. Well, I think they now have a decent quarterback. He has become decent. He has become decent. Yeah, yeah, but like the point where they played Tyler Buckner against USF and, and they like don't really play well and they played Simpson. You know, it's just like Okay, I, I see your point. Yeah, I mean, my point is Alabama, they are allowed to go get a good quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, well, and they probably will. And they will. And uh, then they'll be unbeatable again. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. They're, yeah, I'm with you. And that's why college basketball is better for that yes. way. But they're like, it's we're at the point of the year in college football where it's like, okay, now it's I think more about are starting to shake out. Uh, yeah, it's more about your specific team <coughs> and yeah. where they end up. Mm-hmm. And but for the national stage, it's okay. 
Mm-hmm. There's about eight teams that could possibly be in the playoff. It's just a matter of who. And yeah. we touched on that. I, so. I think it'll be interesting, though. I, I do think out of, I will say, usually we're like, well, this team is obviously going to win it. And if it's not this team, it's it's team. If it's not team A, it's team B. Whereas, like, I think all four of those usual elite sub, like, I think any of those four could win it. And I would not be shocked at all. Like, I think, with you. like, one through four of, like, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, it might not end up being that because Washington and Florida State and even Oregon will have inside tracks on some of those teams. Like, I think, I think out of those four, I can't tell you with, like, I'm not super sure who's best. Like, it was pretty obvious Georgia was better than everyone the last couple of years, and if someone was going to beat them, it was probably Michigan or maybe Ohio State. Like... Or Bama two years ago. This year, it's like I think all four are pretty much on the same level. Yeah, which um, is which is fun. So yeah, that'll it's be better. fun. It's better, but it's, better. It, it's fun for like us college football yeah. watchers, and we watch every week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's f- been fun to see these teams matchups, but especially for, for like sure. the average fan, um, maybe like not so much because oh. Yeah. Ohio State, oh, Georgia, oh, Alabama, whatever, yeah, yeah. right? So, but, okay, we had to touch on that. We'll yeah, we'll yeah. still do our picks. Um, I'm 8 and 2 in the last two weeks. I am, I'm, I might be 2 and 8, honestly. Really? I will, we'll, we'll, I will tally those up. We'll tally those up uh, in a later episode. Yes, yeah, uh, Probably this week, but, dude, let's talk college basketball. Let's do man, it. I, I'm excited. Man. It has been great. We're just watching highlights right now. Purdue Xavier, which was actually a pretty decent game. Um, <coughs> but okay, yeah. let's let's talk about the big storylines here. Um, uh, Duke, Arizona, I think was probably the biggest. Yeah. Um, apart from Michigan State losing the JMU, yeah. who by the way, as an athletic department, that. Do you think that JMU athletic director is going to get a raise or some kind of job offer elsewhere or something like? Yeah, they they are every sport is winning there, which is yeah, I think just good for the state of Virginia, good yeah. for JMU, good for all sports. But kind of shocking that they lost in the way that they did to yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, JMU, Michigan State. That is, uh, they're but, ranked now, and they are ranked, which. I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but we, we really think James Madison's better than Virginia. No. No, I don't think James Madison's a top 25 not, not, team. Not, not, not the two of us. Yeah, but... B is, is like, rhetorical. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. They, yeah. they aren't... Is this based off of prior... Prior... Or is it not? The AP poll is just arbitrary and dumb. And, and But that's what... And that's... What happens in college basketball? Which yeah. happens every year. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter week too. But um, I mean, JMU, they yeah. almost blew it against it's like Kent State. Well, they almost blew against Michigan State. You watched the end that of that too. game, yeah. Um, and they almost blew it. And then they had they should have lost to Kent State. Yeah, um, for sure. But that, that was an awesome finish, if you haven't seen. They just yeah. score, like, five points in the final few seconds. Yeah. Um, they, they will lose. They might make the tournament. Yeah. They're, they're probably the best It'll team. Be, and what are they, Conference USA or SOCON? I think Southern? it's – aren't they – they're Sunbelt, right? Sunbelt, that's what it is. <coughs> um, I think, like, I mean, it's just going to come down to what most teams do. In a league like that, like they're not going to get an at large unless they lose. Like they will, yeah, they will three win three games all year. Win, they will win the conference tournament and get in or not because they'll lose another a couple Kent State type games, exactly. which will take them out. Yeah, entirely. Exactly. Yeah. So it'll be whoever wins that. Yeah, unless they're like yeah. FAU ask where. Yeah, they lose like yeah, yeah. three or four games all year. Yeah, yeah, and they might get an at large. You know. Yeah. Anyway, but okay, Michigan State. I think they're. I think on the year, I don't know if it was that partic- that particular game. I think it was. They can't shoot the three apparently, even with Tyson Walker, even with Hogard, even with um, some of their newer pieces. Uh, yeah. Sissoko might be uh, 
a little overused. I know they have that he's, that, that, he's, that freshman. Yeah, Sissoko, like, look, look. I think we talked about this, like, I didn't, I've been thinking about this actually this week, where I was like, where we talked about in the preview, preview show, and I didn't, I didn't, like, rebuttal this at all. Like, Sissoko's not good. No, he's athletic, and he's big. Like, he's, he's not bad, but, but, like, I think we, we included him in that, like, in that, like, top big men in the country conversation, which he has no business even. No, no, I think we include him in the top big men in the Big Ten. Okay. I think that's what okay, we Okay, fair, did. fair. I think that's what okay, we Okay, fair, okay. Which I, I don't think true. was an outrageous It's just, it's just I've been thinking about that. I don't know why, but I was maybe, just like... Maybe I threw his name in there. Yeah, I'm like, I think, I'm like, we need to we need to make it clear to the people that he's not that guy. You know who that's is not, that That's guy? not even trying to be mean about him. It's just the reality, I You think. know who is that guy? Is Omar Ballo. Yeah. Omar I, I, need, I need to see. I need to see consistency. No, no, he he's, like, like, he, he's not like that yeah, guy, but like, he was he's like, good. Because he was like, he will occasionally be that guy. And then you're like, is he that guy? And then he just sort of goes away for 10 games. Yeah. Like, he's good, but like, he like dominated Maui last year, if you remember that. Like, mm. he was like the bet. He looked amazing in that. And then, Yeah. Anyway, should we talk about that game? Yeah, I, I, I was going to transition. Yeah. Um, man, Arizona's scary. I They're think very good. They have such an, and I'm going to say underrated, which I know probably isn't the right term. Yeah. But I look at the, all right, Larson, first of all, is awesome. And yeah. Are we, we can't just forget about him. I feel like he's been kind of like. I sort of did sweat, forget about yeah, him. We can, yeah, we just kind of forget about him. Because I think Tubelis last year. You're like, oh, that's the Arizona white guy that just is from like that has some kind of like European last name. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. But then you're like, wait, no, Larson was under that category too. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, obviously Omar Ballo, Boswell. That guy is an he's, amazing he's point so guard. Good. Yeah. Like I, this is like, like why is this the first I'm hearing of him? Like where, like was he there at Arizona last year? Yeah, I think he came off. I. Because if he's coming off the bench, man, they must have had him. Well, I guess they had Kirk Carissa. Um, why was Why was Boswell? Well, I don't think not I don't playing. think I'm not sure if Kirk Carissa. Kirk Carissa, in my opinion, he's like, um, uh, like Kirk Carissa, Caleb Love is just the Spider Man meme. <laughs> like they just like you know what I mean. I, I, so would, I think he filled. I that would role. take Carissa though. It was Caleb it was Love. I think Courtney Ramey, right? Oh yeah, Courtney Ramey. So I think he was sort of maybe. Maybe I'm looking up the box score for that Princeton Arizona game to see who started and who didn't. But yeah, he wasn't like a premier guy for them. You know, I looked he, the way he played in that Duke game though. He was looks like the best point guard in the country. <laughs> like he's, he looks like as an actual point guard. Like, like he's yeah, just like yeah, yeah, like he facilitates. He had so many good passes. Yeah, he good played 13, defensive plays. He came off. He and Larson came off the bench for Arizona last year, which is shocking. That, yeah. Um. <coughs> yeah. A- anyway, that's that's besides the point. Um. Yeah. Boswell looks really good. Uh, Caleb Love was Caleb Love. Um. He wasn't that bad, and he wasn't wasn't that. Bad. He had that awesome block yeah. on that three pointer. Yeah. Uh, for that to it, it ended up being a shot clock violation. Well, I think Caleb Love is actually in a good spot. I think he just needed another. He needed a fresh start in somewhere where other teams, like, like they can just sort of let Caleb Love do his Caleb Love thing. And they're not like, like, UNC were, was like, we need Caleb Love to, like, be the tournament Caleb Love. Whereas, like, Arizona's like, we don't really care if you end up being good because it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's... We don't need you to be he, good. He's, yeah, because... You're just even, sort of a bonus. Well, even good Caleb Love might not be the best player on that team, right? You know? No, he's might, not. Might not even be, a, like, a top two, top three guy. You can make that argument. So... Yeah, they're... they're yeah. Arizona's very good. Uh, Duke... Duke, I think it's obvious that they are... Okay, they're... What, what are some truths about Duke? One, they're very good. Two, they will still be very good. Yeah. Three, the, they, the overreacting, like, oh, like, I, I've heard quite a few, oh, Duke lost. Well, I'm like, Arizona's, yeah, 
amazing. Though. You know what's not an overreaction? That they need a big guy besides yes. Phil Palski. But he's not a big guy. He's not. He's a... He's a, he's a tall wing. He's a 6'10 wing. I, I kind of get... And I know this isn't the right comparison based on play style. <laughs> yeah. But it's like Frank Kaminsky for me. Where it's like... Frank Kaminsky was really good. And he was good in the post. And yeah. he was a big guy. But he, I feel like he can't be your big guy in the middle that can go up and mm-hmm. defend Omar Balo. That can defend that big boy from UConn, Klingon or something. Klingon. Yeah. Klingon. Uh, oh, that's a walk. Um, but, okay. Um, but they, they kind of... And you're kind of used to Duke having those bigger guys. Yeah. And it, I think it was obvious that they missed that. But Duke had every chance to win the game. Too. Yeah, they played a good game. Yeah, um, they still love, be good, but there's flaws. I absolutely love, 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 love McLean. Love that guy. I am obsessed with uh, McLean from Duke. McCain. McCain. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared. Jared McCain. I, I couldn't think of his. Just call him Jared. I'm obsessed with Jared. <laughs> hey. Hey, he went to Jared. That's what Shire needs to do. He needs to go to Jared yeah. a lot more often. And I think. Um, and our two really good friends, Carter, obviously, who's been on the podcast yeah. from Carter Cast, and our good friend James, who's also been on, um, big Duke guys, uh, they said this, and I totally agree. Jeremy Roach, like, from the media or from just, like, I think maybe more or less casual basketball, college yeah. basketball fans, doesn't really get a ton of love, where it's like, this guy should be, like, the guy. Maybe apart from like Filipowski, right? Filipowski obviously is yeah. going to get a lot of love and attention, right? But Jeremy Roach, Tyrese Proctor, that Ryan Young, that I'm just saying that not because he's good, but because he does get attention. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot that goes on, but Jeremy Roach played very solid. Yeah, like, heck, he he hit the a go ahead or or game time three. With about a minute or two to go, that was like just insanely clutch. Yeah, and that's not being talked about. You know, he's hey. he's so he's he's the co guy with Filipowski. Erwin wants it to be Proctor, and it could be. I think I think we there's this still could happen. A lot of changes and a lot of guys make jumps mid season, but I think that we sort of. Penciled in like Proctor as this like all conference scorer, mm-hmm. and like I think that needs to happen before we slot him in as that. He's very capable of doing that, but he's just like not that guy today. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he could be in February. He's just not in as of November two thousand twenty three. Yeah, that guy. but don't shove in my face. You know, like just. And, and I actually think, like, actual college basketball people don't. No. It's just Sports Center. Man, I yeah. can't, I hate ESPN and Sports Center. Yeah. Which is so sad because they used to be everything to yeah. me. Yeah, we still need them. Yeah, it, it's. Give me the legit college basketball analysts and stuff. Uh, yeah. Give me more of that. Give me more. <coughs> more <coughs> substance. I don't want entertainment. Yeah. If I wanted entertainment, why would I be watching UVA basketball? Because, let me tell you a secret. It's because the pack line defense is entertainment to me. Okay. So. You had me in the first half. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, anyways, I don't expect Duke to take a fallback. Honestly, if they played Arizona and March Madness somehow, like some Sweet 16 Elite 8 type mm-hmm. matchup, even Final Four. Yeah, I would. I can't see a scenario in which they'd be playing. Like, I think they're going to be like one or two seeds. Like, I I don't think there's a possibility they could see. So I'm, second, I'm taking, second I'm taking, round yeah, matchup. I, yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking a long time to just say that I think Elite Eight is the absolute minimum that we see these teams play. Yeah. So let's say let's say yeah. that happens. You could give me Duke, or you could give me Arizona. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be a good. It's just gonna be a good game again. Um, Yeah, it's just early in the season. Duke's got some. Mark Mitchell needs to become. He needs. He needs to give you something offensively. That could be an issue. Um, I think I have. I've sort of downgraded Duke in my mind. Not much, but like 
maybe they're not like the second team in the nation, and maybe they're like eighth right now. Yeah, I was gonna say top five, top ten. Yeah, yeah. For, no, for I think right now, I think but, they're more like that. I just think they're maybe not two. Oh, they're not two right now, you know, and, that, and that's right obvious. Now. But I guess, and we'll wrap on this point. And we'll talk about something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could easily see them being number one or number two later in the season. Just right now, it's like okay, yeah. no, and it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, so, for sure. But I think I think it was just like Arizona's good, but they go into Cameron Indoor and yeah. kind of squeak out that win. All right, all right. I I will talk about the final play for Duke was so dumb. You have four seconds. Why are yeah. you Why are you having to throw a full court pass? Yeah. You know why they did that with Christian Leitner because there was like one second left. Yeah. And all you really had time to do was like catch and shoot. You have four seconds. You get the ball at, you know, kind of running, kind of going with it. You can catch it, do a couple dribbles, and do like a pull-up three from NBA range. And that's a fine shot rather than throw a baseball pass three-fourths of the court into triple coverage. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that that was so dumb to me. So, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm docking points off the <coughs> in my coaching book for John Shire. So yeah. All right, let's talk about any other big storylines. I think I how can we not at least you know as BYU fans, um, BYU has a nice win against a San a San Diego State team that I was going to say isn't as good as last year, and I think that's true. But honestly, I could see San Diego State yeah. just doing the exact same thing they did in the tournament. Which was, were they the second best team last year? No, but they just had the best matchups. Yeah. I, I just think Dutcher's a good coach. And it's just the same kind of team where they're very defensive. They struggle offensively. Yeah. But they'll still be good. So, good win for BYU. Um, BYU will, and I think we said this, will win games that we shouldn't and will lose games that we shouldn't. Yeah. But it just gives me a glimmer of hope of, man, if we can... <laughs> Do There's pretty, something here. Yeah, there is something there. Um, I'll still forever complain about BYU basketball and Dallin Hall, who um, it was good. Who ended up very good making shots. You know what? You, you know what San Diego State did. They said Dallin Hall beat us, and he did. Yeah, that's because they weren't giving yeah. many of our other shooters kind of good looks. But yeah. they're like Dallin Hall shoot it. I think, and yeah. and, and at the at the beginning he struggled, yeah. but second half it picked up. I think I like the way they play. They're very much like they are. They are effectively carrying out what they've always wanted to do, which is like we've got a bowling ball inside, and then we've just got four white dudes just <laughs> shucking up threes at an insane rate. Like that is like. And I can appreciate that. A bunch of white that. dudes in Jackson Robinson. Yeah. Shooting a bunch of threes. <laughs> like, um, like, they're just, yeah. I appreciate what they're doing. Basically a true four out. Um, they're, play, they're, they're a mid-major. They're a very good mid-major team playing in a Power 5 conference based off style. Yeah. And I like it because that's the kind of they're, they're thing kind that of... can give. That's they, they are doing the recipe to upset teams. Which is which is honestly that's all I can really ask for in BYU. That's how BYU should always be. That's is this. It's you know what like we're not going to beat you athletically. Yeah. Or hitting like extremely tough shots, but we're going to shoot shoot please. a ton. And they play hard defense. Yeah. And and the the bench is deep enough. They have like an eight nine guy rotation. Yeah. Dawson Baker's not even bad. Yeah. Exactly. Who I think will be a quality. A Trevin Nell, Spencer Johnson type guy. Exactly. And, Another one. And so, like, if you get tired, you know, we yeah. have guys off the bench that, you know what, we'll jack up threes and we'll play hard defense. Yeah. But it's not like Iowa where they're just yeah. purely offense, you know. So yeah, yeah. I do like I their just, style. It was a good yeah. win. We'll can, see how they do in non-conference. Yeah. Look, can we be it better? Competitive? It better be really good because they play no one. They don't really play. Um, they play. I think NC State. Potentially, um, if they beat, so they play Arizona State in that Thanksgiving tournament, and then play Vander, Vanderbilt or NC yeah, State. Yeah, so I anticipate, I anticipate them playing NC State. Yeah, um, I mean, based off these yeah. first couple of games, so we'll right? get DJ Burns versus Ali Khalifa. Ali Khalifa, Ali Khalifa. If you have not seen that guy play basketball, it's just funny. Please just look him up. Yeah, Ali Khalifa, A L Y. And Khalifa, like, like Wiz Khalifa, like Wiz Khalifa with an H after the K, like he's just 
Like he's pretty solid. He has good plays. I I think, and we haven't really seen much of him. He's kind of he plays like a Jokic because he's a bigger guy who isn't athletic per se. Yeah. But uh, can shoot slash make like creative fun passes. But just the way he looks, it's like Mr. Potato Head playing basketball. It's 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 it's, so funny. it's hilarious. So. Um, right, I, just just look him up. That's can, all we can say. Can I say one last thing? I loved. I was very encouraged by the fact that since we were hitting a bunch of threes, that Fus is showing Fusini Treore for those who don't know, starting center BYU, like big beefy six six guy from Mali. Like he can if you are spacing out the floor enough. It is very encouraging that he can beat his like six ten, six eleven center. Because yeah, what's Because that was a yeah, yeah. He's Ledeen's good. Because that dude, that was a question for me. I'm like, look, he's great. I love Foos, but I'm like, is he going to be able to finish over these bigger centers like in Power Five situations? Look, San Diego State, they're they're not Power Five, but they are. You know what I mean? No, they're so they are they're a team that you talk about. Yeah, as far as like, oh, but like he could finish. So like that's that that is still going to be. He's not going to be able to finish if we're not hitting threes because then they're going to collapse. But just one on one matchups, I I like his chances against most of these centers in the Big Twelve. And in fact, he he probably had six to eight points that that he should have had that he didn't yeah. because he barely missed. Literally, yeah. this is this is what Foose does, yeah. which is. It's so funny to me because having watched him now for three years, yeah, um, Foose, <coughs> Foose does the same shot every time. He gets yeah. the ball. If you're like facing the hoop, like on yeah. a free throw, like he's on that left block posting up, yeah, and he only will do right hand baby hook shots. Yeah, he occasionally, and he did this against San Diego State. He did like an up and under, like a fake right, and he yeah. went up left, but. I don't know if I should say this, but if you have to force him left, because if you give him that baseline, he'll, yeah. he will still pump fake yeah. and go right. His pump fakes are amazing. Just the fact that he's also He's just, so strong he's with just, the ball. And he's also just so good at just getting shots up. Like, that's like... That's... If you're that small and play the game the way he does, you just have to find ways to just like... And that's not as easy as people make it out to be. It's hard he, to he, get your shot up in the post. It's like Charles Barkley. Like he yeah. can use his body. He's shorter, stockier, but is athletic. Yeah. Charles Barkley could dribble, though. Foose yeah, yeah, yeah. cannot dribble, um, yeah. which is fine. Foose is a flat-out five. That's like... It's yeah, Charles yeah. Barkley if he yeah, yeah. didn't dribble. That's yeah, for sure. If for he sure. was a five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebounds exactly. really well, exactly. can jump, and can block, has a really good length. Um, but yeah, uh, to your point last year, what happened a lot of times, basically it was teams would double Foose. Foose would have to kick it out and our guys just couldn't hit shots. What? Trey Stewart. He did hit a three. That might've been the first ever three I I have seen. Everyone just looks, everyone on the team just looks like they've improved. Which is, which is awesome. Until. That's, That's the benefit of keeping everyone around. Yeah. Um. Noah Waterman looks better. Richie Saunders looks better. Trey Stewart looks better. Dom Hall looks better. Trevin Nell looks better. Spencer Johnson looks the same, but that's good because he's good. Yeah. Jackson Robinson looks better. Everyone looks better. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Like, yeah. yeah. They so, look good. They look really so, good. So let's I'm just encouraged. hope. But again, it's a matter of can BYU win? If BYU wins all of their non-conference except maybe one, what are they up? That's like eleven and one or something. Yeah, like, like that. if you lose it, you're gonna play like three power five teams. If you go two and one there, that's which they fine. should with the because it's weak. It's weak P five competition. They played their toughest non conference game in one. Um, yes, that, so, that was that was the biggest concern. I mean, yeah. BYU does play you like just, you can't Fresno. lose to South Dakota or some crap. Yeah, that, that's what you have to avoid. Yeah, I mean, they play Fresno State at yeah. home. I mean, that's not like a easy game, but I think BYU should yeah. win. Bellarmine, like, we should win, but, again, decent program. They're like the low major of what... <laughs> yes. <laughs> of what BYU is. Exactly. Um, so Yeah, um, I agree. And then if BYU... The computers love them. And the computers are going to continue loving them because they're, they're in the Big 12. So, like, if you just don't screw up non-conference and... 
Okay, do they play 18 or 20 Big 12 games? I believe it's 18. Let me... Okay. It might be 20. While you talk, I will confirm that. It might be 20. Like, if you win... If also, you go just slightly below 500 yeah, if you win and don't screw up seven, non-conference, you're like firmly... You, like, if you win 7 out of 18 games, not 20. If it's 20, like, 9. But, like, I don't think you need to be 500 in the conference if you're BYU to necessarily make the tournament. It is 18 games. Okay. Okay, if they go 7 and 11... If let's say they go undefeated in non-conference and go seven and eleven, then like they're going that's, into the conference. That's tournament. like eighteen, nineteen yeah. wins. Yeah, then they're going into the conference. Like you win a game or two in the conference tournament. Like I sort of think BYU is going to be like I think we're going to be on Joe Lenardi watch with BYU this year. Yeah, that's it, sort of where I anticipate things. And going. It'll be like and a, that's a wildly successful season. Yes, that's like, amazing because yeah. I'm. Because I'm like, will we even make the NIT? That was like how I was thinking before. The San I Diego thought there State, was no shot we make the NIT. San Diego we State gave me hope. That game gave me hope because oh, that is a yeah. good San Diego State team. That's so big. And and I think if we were to play San Diego State later yeah. in the year, maybe it's tougher, right? Yeah. I think BYU, you know, did what they needed to do. But Except that's a San Diego State team that's like, you know, made the national championship and like brought back almost all their guys minus a couple. Yeah, but a couple like of their key guys weren't there, but yeah, that's a Still, big like win. Kishad Johnson, he's a starter at Arizona, one of their transfers, and then I forgot the other guy, like maybe their main guy, but they're still really good. Uh, they're like still K- top twenty. Something top Johnson, like K- Kishon. Yeah, that, that's the one I'm saying is that Arizona. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Arizona. Yeah, Kishad Johnson. I mean, Butler then, came back. I mean, he hit the Final Four buzzer yeah. beater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies, very solid. Yeah, you just like look all, all the same guys. Yeah. I, I will admit it. They all just sort of blend in to me. Oh, yeah. They, they It's San Diego State basketball. It's a team where you just, like, they play, like, 10 guys. It's like Florida State where it's like, we're going to play 11 guys. And, like... And they're all the same. They're all the same. And if they're different, we have a new version of that different guy every year. Like, Florida State's like, <laughs> we've got the new 7-5 African guy. And you're like, where do you get these people? Like, <laughs> where do they come from? Or, it's, or like, the 6-6, like, tough shot-making guard. Florida State isn't this anymore, but they used to be. The St. Mary's Australian pipeline. Yeah. Because they 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 have a monopoly on that pipeline. I'm actually shocked they, they didn't get Ben Simmons. Um, they almost... They were the main competition for, like, most of the international guys Virginia has. Like, Tane <laughs> Murray, St. Mary's, Cody Statman. <laughs> that's that's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, well, let's I talk about St. Mary's. Let's gone. talk about Virginia, man. They had a solid win over yeah. a, a really good Florida team. I think they're good. They they like I test Florida. Like that looked like a good win to me. I think Florida's a tournament team this year. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're like big. a seven seed. The classic I think so. the classic Florida seven seed. Yeah, uh, Micah Hanglotten. That guy's good. He, he's was he seven four. It's like he's like seven one, I think. He, he I looks more, bigger. He, I think he had like a seven five wingspan or seven yeah, four. Yeah, because this wingspan. also this also isn't a huge Virginia team. Yeah, I was um, about to say that that's Virginia's probably biggest issue. Yeah, will be just size underneath, but but their but if guard Blake play Buchanan keeps getting better. Then yeah, that's, that, their that won't guard be that play big an issue. Blake Buchanan. Um, yeah. The uh, Grove, Groves. Uh, well, Groves gives you. I like he gives you like a different dimension than like he and Buchanan. Like that's just like a great combo because they're like like with Virginia. The thing that I like about them that they haven't had the last few years. It's like they've got they're inexperienced and they have a lot of new guys, but like the pieces fit together. Yeah, like it's like they handpicked a basketball team the right way. Like we need this kind of guy. In this kind of guy. In this kind of guy. Like, everyone compliments each other well. Whereas, which is what I, I like, like about I him. I feel like last year, <coughs> the complimentary wasn't there. No. And they were all, like, a bunch of mid-major all-stars. You, you that's had, mean, but, like, that's what they were. Well, you had Vanderplaus. You had Kihei in his yeah. fifth year. And you didn't quite see the improvement that... You, you yeah, see, there just Kihei, wasn't going to be much improvement there. He yeah. tapped out what he was, which is great, but, like... Because he won you... Yeah. A lot. He did. He played the perfect part yeah. in that national championship but, team. Yeah. But you kind of expected him to take these bigger jumps, like the other guys. 
the DeAndre Hunter, yeah. the Ty Jerome's, I, the I, Kyle guys. I don't did. think I ever expected that. Because he's like... Well, you expected six. at least something, right? No, well, no, 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 but I think... Not like problem, NBA kind no, 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 of level like, like I don't think I don't think, like, the issue wasn't like, in my opinion, oh, Kihei hasn't stepped up like he needs to. It's like, we don't have the next DeAndre Hunter. We don't have the next Ty Jerome. Like, because then Kihei Clark... Kihei Clark should have never been the... He's the quote-unquote next guy. That was the problem. Yeah. He was never that. And he never should have been that. But we forced him to be that, and he wasn't that. And that is not to be critical of him. That's more to be critical of the coaching staff. Yeah. Not, but, like, yeah. Also, like, just Reese Beekman just gets to play point guard for the first time in his career. Like, his actual position yeah. is nice. Ryan Dunn had seven steals the other night. Ryan He's Dunn, a monster. Ryan Dunn is, like... He's uh, so he, close. He, he's going to be the X factor, I think, in these really big games where it's, yeah. like... Reese Beekman will do his thing. Well, he'll get you yeah. in the ballpark of like ten to, to like eighteen points. points with like with like six assists, six five rebounds, rebounds yeah. three steals. Yeah, like, like he that, will do that know? every game. Yeah, then you'll have Buchanan or Groves. Yeah. You know McNeely's going to score twelve to fifteen points mainly off threes. Yeah, you like, know that. And, and everyone, and yeah. it's just a matter of like who's yeah. on that day. But Ryan Dunn, I think he's going to be the guy that will kind of yeah. make UVA elite versus just the cusp. Just good. Yeah. Versus the cusp of being elite. Because yeah. if he can hit those open shots, because I think yeah. teams, and I think UVA this year, they have yeah. a lot more weapons. Yeah. So you they can shoot better. Than they can they shoot better. But if Ryan Dunn can hit those open shots yeah. consistently, they yeah. will be dangerous. If he doesn't, then it's gonna They're have to good. be it's yeah. gonna have to be um, the guy from St. Thomas Rhodes Rhodes. Right, it's gonna be guys I like, like Rhodes. It's gonna be yeah. guys like Beekman, McNeely. The guards are gonna yeah. have to make tougher shots. I think so. And I think I think down I, low, it's just gonna be tougher if yeah. those guys aren't making yeah. tough shots because then they will have yeah. to make even tougher shots against. The Frederico Fredericos, the Filipowskis. Yeah. The, I'm not as um, worried about the Filipowskis. I feel like that plays into what Virginia wants. Well, um, we could... But you see the point. Baycod could drop like 30 and 20 on us. Oh, Baycod. I was trying to think. I was that. like, who's the other um, big well, like Baycod, it's, you're like, it's like we've got Baycod and it's like... You better watch out for Federico, Federico. <laughs> no, but like Baycott, like that's a just game, teams with size yeah, will give them trouble. I'm accepting he's going to drop thirty and twenty, but if we win everywhere else, we might win. It'd be like a similar thing to Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, Buchanan, if he just keeps improving, that'll be big. If Groves proves to be like an actual floor, a like reliable floor spacer, like he has, that's good. If Rody improves, that's good. If Dunn improves offensively. That's good. Leon Bond's going to be in the mix too, just because of the like, just athleticism and just like instincts he has. Like, there's just a lot of unknown pieces about Virginia, but that's what I'm excited for. Yeah. Like last year, I knew their pieces. There was nothing like, "Ooh, is Jaden Gardner is sixth year Jaden Gardner going to make a jump?" Like Jaden Gardner was fine, but he just was what he was. There's more defensive upside with this team, more offensive upside with this team. They're just more talented. This looks more like the 2014 to 2019 Virginia teams and less like the Past last years. couple years. Yeah. Um, I And I love it. They, it's great. It's they, great. They it's are, refreshing. They're it's refreshing. fun to watch. And I they think, can score. Well, they can score. And the games that they lose, they'll lose close games. Yeah. And it won't be... It'll be as like, painful. Yeah, it won't be as painful. Like, be like 45 man, points. You know? Like, I don't think... I don't. I don't anticipate many fifty-one forty-five losses. You know that they've been prone to. Even their good teams do that. But yeah, like I think there's a team like like Florida. Florida, like you know what Virginia wants to do offensively. They want to shoot threes, and you yeah. know what disrupts their offense generally is like we've got athletic long guys who will stay in your face and force you to get by us, and that's what Florida did. Who's it? Riley, Riley, Kugel. Kugel. He got shut down. Yeah, he didn't really, he wasn't really a <laughs> And guess who he got shut down by? It wasn't Beekman. It wasn't Dunn. Like, we were expecting either Beekman or Dunn to be guarding him. 
just like just got shut down by McNeely and Rhodey. <laughs> Which is like that that's a great sign for like this Virginia defense is gonna be it's like if your main like offensive firepower yeah. like shooters are yeah. the ones locking up like Flores yeah. best scorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, oh my god. It's like we don't even need Beekman or Dunn on them. It's like and the Virginia had like like sixteen steals as a team. It was something crazy in that game. Just this Virginia defense is much better. Their offense is much better. And, like, this is a team that's only going to improve, whereas last couple of years there wasn't much to improve because everyone was at their ceiling, which wasn't very It was high. like you just had – you needed UVA to be at their ceiling all the time. Yes. And and that and, still and, wasn't and, even that great. And, and, and like, you're not going to get that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But – Cool. Uh, yeah, UVA is really yeah. fun to watch. And there was a couple maybe other teams I wanted to touch and on. Just in passing, yeah. Um, okay, a team that is going to be slept on because of an early season loss – uh, Villanova. Villanova, I think, is actually really good. And I think that Penn team... That is Penn, really good. I think that yeah, yeah, Penn yeah, team... Are. This... That they... The transfer portal with that team is going to destroy that team. Because they have yeah. like three or four players that I was watching. I was like, oh my gosh. These guys could be at... Like, yeah. And, who's, and he, the, who's the main guy? They're, so their point guard... I can't. It, it's really hard to pronounce. I want to say like Skepter or yeah. or I don't know, something like that. Just short little white point guard. Awesome. Tyler Perkins, freshman. Awesome. I think They're it's, big it's guy. Perkins. It's Perkins is going to be at like a big Power Five next year. It's, exactly. Yeah. Like this Penn team is good. He'll be on like Arkansas. And so I'll, <laughs> it's not going to be that bad of a loss. Like I think Dixon, you know, in his like tenth year, um, I like him. Will be really good. Justin Moore. Is yeah. Awesome. Um, like it's not going to be like. I don't think Archie Diagono really plays. Um, yeah, but they just they Tyler Burton's on that team. Yeah, like Bomb. they play good defense. Penn, they've got some other. Penn transfers. hit tough shots. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is not like yeah. Ivy League. I fully expect Penn to win the Ivy League. Yeah, having seen that game, uh, and I think they were preseason mm-hmm. maybe to win yeah. the Ivy League. I want to say that does not surprise me. Um, I. Uh, the, the Penn is a fun team to watch, and I, I, I think I don't mm-hmm. think much of Villanova. Villanova, I've they got a just, couple concerns. Voice your concerns after my point. Oh, okay. they just got caught up in Penn's pace. Yeah, and that's that's what will be their Achilles heel. Yeah, yeah they're in the Big East. Yeah, they're gonna get killed by Creighton, mm-hmm. by um, UConn, Marquette, by Marquette. Maybe not killed, but they'll, they'll lose those games. I think they're below but, them. I think they're they're yeah. definitely below them, but they'll be that nine seed, that eight or nine seed that beats the one seed. That yeah. that's what's if, that's, if they're that low. And but I also will say I'm not a big fan of Kyle Neptune. I that was one of my concerns. Is I'm not. What evidence do we have that he's not a bad coach? <laughs> he has such good players. Though. They also don't have a point guard. Um, Archie Diacono, dude. Yeah, he but, but they've got, up. like, combo guards that they're making point guards, like Mark Armstrong and Justin Moore, that are, like, doing it okay. But they don't have a true point guard. They've got some good combo guards and wings and a good big. Um, yeah, no, they'll be fine. They're just too talented. Like, they're going to make the tournament easily. And But, yeah, but but biggest point guard is, like, is point guard and Kyle Neptune. That that worries me. Uh I think with amongst all of these concerns, which are valid, mm-hmm. I just think Villanova's going to mm-hmm. be a lot better than people think. Yeah, and they're going to sleep under the they're going to be under the radar. Yeah, because yeah. that's honestly what college basketball is. Yeah, how under the radar can you be? Because as as weird as this sounds, wasn't UConn low key like under the radar last year? No, Even they very much were because they were so good. At and the then beginning. and then in the in the. Like middle of the Big East stretch, they yeah. just lost a ton, <coughs> and then, and then they were good again. But they're like, yeah, whatever. Alabama, Brandon Miller. Yeah. Actually, we didn't really think that, um, because Brandon Miller, after the allegations, played horribly. Um, yeah. Except the one that game immediately after. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's those teams that. Do well in March that fly under the radar. Like you have your Kansas, your Dukes, your um, mm. UCLA and Gonzaga's that will yeah. always make noise. Yeah. 
they never really fly under yeah. the radar just because they're too big of names. Exactly. Um, uh, I mean, I think even Purdue having loss, like that's all. Yeah. And we talked about they're this already. so good. Purdue is um, good because because everyone is like, yeah, they'll just lose in the first round. That's going to be the toughest game all year. They'll play Illinois. They'll play Michigan uh-huh. State. They'll play. Um, they're they're in Maui this year. Dude, the Maui's so good. They'll play in the Maui. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Their toughest game will be the first game of the NCAA tournament. Oh, for sure. Because not because of talent, but because of just, just pure like mental demons. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that that's literally it. Yeah. So they can get over that hump, then I think they'll um, yeah. be in a good position to at least make a run. Should we, uh, should we preview the games real quick for tonight? Yeah, uh, the ones? Champions Classic. We got Duke, Kentucky, uh, Duke, Michigan State. Sorry, yeah, Duke, Michigan State, Kansas, Kentucky. Yeah, uh, we'll preview those games. Uh, any other games maybe before we to just, talk about before like Friday or something? Uh, Marquette, Illinois tonight too. Oh, the Gavit games. That's pretty good. And then before Friday, no. And I'm assuming we're gonna. All right, to all right. Well, let's do those. Let's we'll do those three let's games. Let's do those three. Um, dude, are you? T- Pacific plays at Nevada. Batgate. Yeah, I'm sorry. Batgate, dude. Batgate. Uh, nah. In case no one saw. Um. Oh wait, sorry. That's tomorrow. Um. I was looking at tomorrow. So Batgate not until tomorrow, where there's bat- bats in the arena. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, let's let's go Duke Michigan State first because uh, yeah. we've been talking about those teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Michigan State plays them well. Uh, Duke wins though. I think so the too. spreads minus three and a half. I take Duke mm-hmm. to cover. I think Duke wins by like eight. Yep. Kind of deal where Duke's in control the most of the game, but yeah. Uh, I think Michigan State, if they have any chance at winning, they need to hit threes. They need to hit threes. Yep. Um. I think it was Mark Titus, and while I was listening to him, mm-hmm. he said, "I didn't know Joey Hauser was that good." Yeah, <laughs> like well, he, he just he just filled <laughs> that one role that they didn't replace. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, but like Michigan State, like basically what happened is they're the same team, but they brought in Cohen Carr, who's fun. That guy's good. And Booker is another five star, but Booker only plays like five ten minutes behind Sissoko. He and he needs to play more. Sissoko, yeah. And our Utah guy, Jackson Kohler, he's hurt. No, put him in. Even hurt. Yeah, put him in. Um, that guy's just <laughs> funny. Um, it's, like, that's LeBron James's favorite recruit of that is, class, by so the way, funny. according um, to LeBron James. Yeah, like they just are gonna. Yeah, their guards are gonna need to. St- yeah, I just have worries of like. I think I assumed that like. They're going to get a lot better, but I think the guys that they have, they're going to need the freshmen to start, like, filling into their roles. Like, like Cohen Carr, Booker's going to have to step up and by the end of the season be the big, the, the go-to big, just because he's so talented. Yeah. Because it's like, they have sort of, like, so-so talent, but great, experienced players. But, but they're a, more experienced. will figure it out. He will. I think that's why they lose, is because I think, like... I don't think Michigan State minds losing this game. No, they don't. I think Duke feels like, crap, we need to win this game. I think there's going to be more urgency with Duke, and I think Duke's at a, a better place right now. Well, um, lo- losing losing at home to Arizona is not as bad as, sorry, JMU, but you're not Arizona. Losing yeah, at yeah. home to JMU. So it's, it's just different levels. Yeah, I'm taking Duke. Uh yeah. Kansas, Kentucky, uh, man, I don't really know. I, I, I hear lots of things about both teams. I think just uh, it sounds like Calipari is back to his good old days of like one and done kind of guys. Like I really talented I love it. freshman, but can uh, can that be out the experience? I mean, you have a guy like um, Harris yeah, who is just like, again, a very true point guard, which I love. Mm-hmm. Out of Kansas, um, but you don't have Agbaji. You don't have like uh, Frank Mason. Uh, you don't really have like a score is, at Kansas. But yeah. you have Hunter Dickinson, right? So, yeah. uh, so it's a matter of who's going to win that matchup. Is it going to be a um, Wagner, DJ Wagner kind of 
night. Uh, I, I, I just don't know what to expect out of Kentucky when they play a really good team like Kansas. So that's why I'm going to lean Kansas. They're favored Ugh. by six and a half. I think they cover, but I think I'm not going to think any different of, of either team. Of either team. You know, um, I, I like I like Kentucky here. Tell me why. Because I think they're able to match up at every position where, like, I just think they're going to score. Like, they're just going to be able to score at every position. Uh, Trey Mitchell gives them some experience at the center position. Um, he's 6'9", 230, so he's not the size of Dickinson, but this is a guy who played at West Virginia. was one of their better players. Justin Edwards is looking like one of those go-to guys. Um, I like Robert Dillingham. And Antonio Reeves is yeah. solid. Yeah, Reeves is also, and he's one of those older guys too. Um, and then Reed Shepard off the bench. He's someone that can just sort of be the glue, like keep everything together. And I don't know, he didn't play last game. But dude, there's a guy that they started in their first game that I love. His name is um, Thierro. Adu Thierro. He's a so- 6'8 sophomore. Is he a transfer? I feel like I remember that name and liking that name, but like somewhere else. I feel like I will have remembered that at Kentucky. I did watch. Like I think a, he, I think he just didn't play much last I, or year. Or maybe I watched. Um, I also think he's one of those guys. Like he's like a he was like a six four guard, and he was just sort of like meh, and he was under recruited and went to Kentucky. He wasn't that highly ranked, and then like like I think the dude grew like four inches, so he's like now like a six eight guard who's super athletic. He's just like a he's sort of raw. And, like, I think he's sort of, like, learning to play in his body. But just watching the New Mexico State highlights, I'm like, that guy's going to get... If nothing else, he's going to get picked in the first round based on potential. I just liked him. I don't know if he's playing tonight. But him, Mitchell, Reeves, those are guys I forgot about or didn't know about along with the freshman class. I just think this team is, like... Like, I like them more than I like Kansas right now. Because I just think the the pieces fit together better than Kansas does. Yeah. And I think they will I think Calipari will be looking to expose Dickinson on defense. I think that could be a problem. But he's a top notch defender. But he's not. What are you talking he's yeah. he's basically think, Oscar Sheba. I don't think Kansas is bad. I don't think Kansas is bad. I think this is a very good like this is a good Kansas team. I don't think they're one. I think they're just top ten. Sort of like the Duke thing where they're not one those teams aren't one and two. They're top ten with the potential to be one or two, but like I think Kentucky's also top ten. Well, I think uh, Kentucky's good. Well, and actually, you know who? Anyway, and we'll move on. Um, yeah, Tennessee can score. Tennessee's very good. as of the first couple. They're, games. They're a top ten team in my as, too. As of the first couple games, so we'll see. Yeah. They're gonna be good. Um, Dalton connects so good. Um, yeah, he is good. So, all right, last preview, and then we'll then we'll end things here. Yeah. Um, this game is gonna be so fun to watch. Marquette, Illinois, yeah. Illinois favored. My one and a half points. So yeah. basically a toss-up. I'm still taking Marquette. Uh-huh. Um, I I like Tyler Kolek a lot. Uh, Illinois does have some really awesome pieces. I think it's just a bad matchup game for them. I think I could see Illinois beating Marquette like later in the season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they won't play later in the season unless it's the NCAA tournament. But... I, I just think this Marquette team is just returning more guys, and and Illinois they're they're still as good as they are. They're missing. They, they, there's just a lot of transition pieces going on. They they do return guys like Shannon and and uh, Hawkins or yeah. Haskins. I can't remember Hawkins remember. Hawkins that that will very much keep them in the game. I I just. Love Tyler Kolak and the way he plays mm-hmm. very much. White guy mm-hmm. that can shoot, but that's not his game. He wants to take it in the paint on you. He wants yeah. to dish it out. He's going to get his other guys involved. He's like a small Luka. Lefty Luka. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with Illinois here. I do really like Marquette, and I think all the reasons you said are very valid. Um, but I think Illinois, I think there's more, like, Mark Titus talked about it on his show, like, a week or so ago, that this Illinois team, like, they're talented, but they're, like, a little more, like, there's more of a steady, like, a steady nature of them that they didn't have before. They were just sort of madness, like, a bunch of talent, but just, like, 
it was just chaos. But like you have guys like Terrence Shannon back. You got a guy like Coleman Hawkins back, along with other pieces that just fit together a little bit better. It's at Illinois where they won their. I'm not going to put too much stock into this, but they they won their scrimmage against uh, Kansas at home. So like that made me sort of like enthusiastic about them. Um, especially because they're playing home here. And Tyler Kolick is a game-time decision with an ankle injury. So for those reasons, I like Illinois right now, whether Kolick plays or doesn't. No, it's all part of the plan. It's going to be a great game. It's like Texas A&M football when, uh, when Max Johnson, who wasn't playing, they had a decoy Max Johnson. Dude, you can throw any up. white dude who's like 6'3", and people would be like, that's Tyler Kolick. That is true. Just <laughs> so have, they could pull it off. Just have them wear yeah. a hood and shoot lefty. Yeah. Honestly, just do layups. Yeah, yeah, Dude, that would be so funny if they did that. That would be hilarious. Dude. But yeah, no, I think any of these games, all three of these games that we mentioned, like, I think they could all go either way. And I'm very excited. Yeah. I Except I, I do think Duke is better than Michigan <coughs> State. That's the one I feel mo- most confident in. As far as like yeah. Michigan's because I've got upsets in the other ones or well yeah. maybe not Illinois I guess technically isn't but rankings wise upsets but like those feel like fifty fifty yeah no, yeah I, those are gonna I, be good games I'm, I'm excited, excited. <laughs> Jeez. <Yeah. laughs> anyway uh, that'll wrap us up uh, yeah. we'll catch you guys next time see ya. This has been BAT Talk College Sports. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be listening. Thanks again, and until next time.